Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. The Hitting the Turnbuckle Podcast. First come back. Give me a hell yeah. Hey. Good evening, everybody. Welcome, everybody, back to the Hitting the Turnbuckle channel. It's ringside view where we take away the wrestlers and bring in people that are involved in wrestling in one way or another. And we have a very special guest this evening, all the way from Revolution Pro Wrestling and one of the nicest people to meet at shows. Francesca Oliver from Revolution Pro. Good evening. <clears throat> Good evening. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on the show and talking to me for a little while, Francesca. It means uh, means a lot to us to have you guys to have people in wrestling that don't wrestle on the show. Sometimes we have a lot no of wrestlers, problem. but it's nice to have yeah. different people, which is why we call it Ringside View. Um, we, we still, we're going to start with. Way, way back. How did it all start for you in terms of wrestling? Was you a fan of it as a kid? Did you just get involved at a certain age? How did it all happen for you? Well, I think the same as most people, we all had an interest in wrestling before we got into wrestling. So when I was younger, I kind of found it more in my teenage years. I um, was watching Raw and Smackdown at my dad's when I used to go on the uh, on the weekends. Then I kind of lost contact with it for a while, but I've always done performing. So I was working at holiday camps. So then obviously uh, there was wrestling there as well. It's kind of followed me throughout my life. And then uh, 2015, I think it was, I got back into watching WWE. Um, then it became a, a like a, a hyper fixation of mine for a while. <laughs> uh, and then just thought, you know what? I've done performing all my life. Why have I not got into this industry? So contacted a local promotion that was called Gloucester Wrestling. Um, got in contact with them, was looking for kind of backstage interview role. And they invited me along. We had a chat, we met, and we were going to go forward with it. Unfortunately, that just uh, inadvertently became their last show. We didn't know that at the time. Um, but because I'd already made those contacts, it meant that I had contacts with other promotions in the local area they were asking for a ring announcer and I was like I, I think I could do that <laughs> and they're like yeah come along did the first show uh then they were like that's fine I want you to be like our main announcer now I'm like oh okay <laughs> um and it's just progressed from there so that was back in 2017 when I did my first uh first show as a ring announcer and yeah, not look back since. Not look back since. So when you was watching wrestling, did you have any ones? Did you lean to anyone in particular in the WWE? Did you have your favourites? Um, so always Taker, like Undertaker, caught my imagination completely as a as a teenager. Um, and then I would say they're not Bray Wyatt. Because it's kind of a similar person. And actually, <laughs> it was uh, WrestleMania where it was. Um, the Undertaker versus Bray Wyatt, I believe. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I I like I like wrestling, but I like the characters that go with it. Getcha. Did you ever meet the Undertaker? No, we're still waiting. You never know. There's still time. I have. <laughs> have you? Twice. Where was that? I met him at WrestleMania Access at uh, WrestleMania 27, six or seven, um, probably 27, actually. And then he come to Inside the Ropes for London. Um, 
And that was in April, April the 30th, um, a few years ago now, about four years ago, 2019. Yeah. Um, he came to London, uh, met him there. Uh, yeah, great guy. Um, very, just as tall as what he looks. I bet. <laughs> but he's actually, <laughs> he's actually quite bigger like, in terms of stature than what I, because really? I don't know why. I don't know, I don't know if it's because on Teddy, you don't really see it because he's wearing the coat and the hat. I was going to say, it's the big jacket, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, it's deceiving. I'll, I'll have to send you, I'll, I'll tag you in it. I'll find a picture and I'll tag you in it on, on social so you can see it. But yeah, I, I managed to meet him twice. Uh, Bray, I unfortunately didn't get a chance to meet. So and obviously, yeah. uh, shamefully, it's not going to happen anymore, unfortunately. But yeah, I get what you mean. The character side of it is really interesting. And well, you mentioned it. We'll just talk briefly about RevPro, your favourite characters there, because there is some big characters at RevPro. Um, before we get into how you started there, Who's your mm -hmm. favorite characters in Rev Pro? Who are my favorite characters? <laughs> um, that's not the best. I think uh, Trent Seven at the moment has has got a a, a good thing going. Yeah, um, and I, I thoroughly enjoy um, watching him at the moment. Who else, as far as like big characters? No pressure, but I've got Alex Windsor on in a couple of weeks. <laughs> But I wouldn't. I wouldn't no. cast Alex Windsor as a character. No, She's no. just one hard woman. She is. Like <laughs> she's iron willed for a reason. Just her. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, it's really hard to um one to, one to watch at the moment is Sapphire Reed. She's she's definitely uh, the radioactive one. Yeah. She she's making a name for herself right now. Um. But I wouldn't say we've got we've got any kind of um, like character personas as such. No. They're just all very strong <laughs> wrestlers. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Definitely. But my brain works in mysterious ways, so we could be talking about something else later, and I'll just be like, actually, <laughs> so be prepared for that. No, it might fine. pop into my head. That's fine. If they pop, that's fine if they pop into your head. That's absolutely fine. But okay, so we've had the story about how it built up. Let's talk, that is now getting to Revolution Pro. How did, so you, you started doing the promotion, you were full-time. We'll get into the the sort of how that works as, as what you do mm -hmm. in a minute, but Rev Pro, how did that happen? And you obviously said you haven't looked back since. No, definitely so. So it was just coming out of uh, the final lockdown mm -hmm. and I received a message because at the time, because I was only doing local shows and um. I have my shoot job as well. Yeah. Got to pay the bills somehow. Oh, yeah, <laughs> um, just. And I, I was, I was taking a moment to whether to decide to carry on doing what I was doing. And then I got a message uh, through social media from Andy Quilden saying, "We've got a show in in Bristol coming up. Are you available to to ring announce?" So I said, "Yeah." Went along, did it. Halfway through the show, Andy was like, "That's great! I want you for every show." And I'm <laughs> like, "Okay." Um, and and then I have been at every single show ever since, uh, apart from one, which was uh, Southampton one, not last year, the year before. I got stuck in the snow, so I tried. I tried to get there, but um, the universe was was not in my favor. Um, but yeah, very very grateful for that random opportunity because it, it doesn't always happen like that certainly and, doesn't. Uh, 
and yeah, and and I've been with them ever since. And just... what they should have done was had sure. um, Andy put his phone on the computer or something, and then had you on FaceTime and try to get your voice echoing through the phone to introduce everybody. That would have. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been interesting. <laughs> yeah, because then you wouldn't have known the running order or anything like that. You would have just have to. No. Well, sometimes I still don't. That's <laughs> no, true. It's music hits. Oh, it's him. That's it. Yeah. Get into that. Just on a side note, I have sent you those pictures on on X. I did just see the notification <laughs> pop up. Actually, yeah. <laughs> you can look at those for your uh, the, the pictures of me and the Undertaker, everybody. That's what I sent across. Um, so you can see those. Uh, one was the in, yeah. One was the inside the ropes, and one was the actual WrestleMania access one so you'll better you better see that um but it's not just as simple as reading names though is it you do there is a lot well, of work no. that has to go into it so tell us how how what do you actually have to do as a ring announcer well with andy specifically you say reading names hmm. he says there is you do not have a book in the ring you are not reading yeah. you are reciting yeah. so one that is uh, one of the most difficult things because um right well we'll just go through the process so yeah Turn up at a show, I'll be given the running order. I will then go round to all the wrestlers, um, unless they're the regular ones, and I'll yeah. be like, anything change? And they're like, nah, carry on. I'm like, all good. Find out how they want to be introduced. Um, and this is where it'll get complicated because if they've got a nice long intro, I'm like, I have got to recite that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not able to read that. So um, compared to other shows that I've done previously, I do keep Red Pro a little bit more simple just because eh, the pressure because it's not only it, it it's not just an in-house show it is streamed yes. worldwide live so the least i can uh mess up <laughs> the better so i do keep it a little bit more simple um but then that 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 does depend on promotion to promotion if they want me to say certain things i'll say certain things if they want me to um do yeah the announcing in a certain way I will do that um but yeah it's 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 lots of fun but it is a lot of pressure and like I said with Red Pro it being streamed live yeah um but then that's that's kind of my process and then uh, I'll do my vocal warm-up before the show the card will change a lot of the time oh yes um and then when it comes to who's coming on first, don't always know that. So as long as I've got everything in my head, that it's meant to be in my head for that match, doesn't matter which order they come out because it's like, it's fine. I got you. <laughs> that um, must be difficult, especially when it changes, though, when the match or the running order changes, because that sometimes oh, happens definitely. as well. It's even worse if they don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> that's happened a few times. I remember quite early on, and they changed, this was at Southampton as well. Um, they changed the order coming back after the break and everybody knew they didn't tell me. So I announced the match and I felt so bad, but fair play to the wrestlers. They got out and they just did it anyway. Yeah. Um, but yeah, promoters, always to make sure your ring announcer knows what's going on. Because we had a show in Manchester uh, last year and... Nobody had told me we weren't having a break, but they told everybody else. And it always comes to the point like, oh, no, it's anybody told Francesca. No, nobody has told Francesca. Having <laughs> <laughs> the break. And then all the, the crowd are like, oh, and I'm like, no, I didn't know, guys. <laughs> it's not my, there's nothing I could have done here. So um, 
Yes. Make yeah. sure they announce anything to you first. Yes. As long as I know, then we we can I can do it. If I don't know, then yeah, it's not really much I can do. I try yeah. and cover it up. Exactly that. Family. And funny enough, <laughs> in the WWE, uh, if you still watch it now, there's Samantha Irvin does yes. Raw uh, now, and she is absolutely amazing. Uh, you know, the different ways to pronounce different names, and you know, she does it for Chelsea. I'm, I'm not even going to try it because you don't want to hear. <laughs> do you find like? Do you have things like that where you announce a name different, like the way she does, like Roman Reigns, for example? It gives you that big. Just the announcing gives it that big fight feel if it's the main event. Do you sometimes feel like yeah. you do that during those sort of main matches? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So the way I've always viewed ring announcing is something that I, I, I've said to uh, promotions very, very early on, to be fair, is I'm not here for me. This is not about me. It's not about me making a name for myself or trying to get as much attention on me. I'm literally here to make the wrestlers sound good. <laughs> So when it when it comes to announce, so if they're more of a, a heel um, wrestler, they're like a bad guy. I I get a little bit more gravelly with my voice. If they're a face or a super good guy, like I'm a bit more yay. And it kind of helps when we have like, because not all Rev Pro are, are family shows, but there are certain shows that are very family centered. So it, it's good to kind of have that in your voice to just let them know if the crowd have never seen that wrestler before, they don't know whether they're meant to be booing or cheering or um, if they've not uh, caught onto the vibe. So at least that way it, it, it gives them an incentive, like, yes, an incentive of, of who it is. Um, and a lot of, uh, a lot of people have said, I do go all out when I announce, I, I, I'm not just like, Hey, it's a wrestler. I'm like, right. I don't care if it's the person in the opening match. We're going for it. Let's go. <laughs> which which is great. And I can pull it off because so many people go, how, how have you still got a voice? And yeah. I'm like, well, you got to do your vocal warm-ups and training. And water. Water is the one that I've definitely learned over the past 18 months. Um, it only really happens to me in one venue specifically. Or if I am – so it happened at the 229 to me – was it a couple of weeks ago or was it the show before when you've got like a, a six man tag yeah, and they're all individual wrestlers. So I'm doing all of that in the ring as well as the uh, announcing the, the match itself. So by the time I get to the sixth, re sixth wrestler, oh, and I feel bad every time because it's my favorite one to do um, is Michael Oku. And I'll literally, I'll get Michael and I can hear, I can feel it in my throat and I'm like, it's not going to come. It's not going to come out, <laughs> but I'll go for it anyway. And I'm like, oh, and that's what it sounds like when I get it right. <laughs> but if if my voice is struggling and I just needed a sip of water, it just, it breaks out and it, it breaks my heart, man. It really does. Cause I'm like, I, I want to give it my all. So um, the venue that it does happen to me the most at is, is your call. Um, and I don't know why, whether it's the atmosphere um, sometimes I do struggle to hear myself in the ring as well um, because we don't have headsets or, or anything like that. I am listening. I'm hearing what you guys are hearing. Um, so if I struggle to hear myself, I'm then going to overcompensate with my voice, which then means my voice gets strained and dry. I don't have the water. Then the voice cuts out. Um, but... The, the strangest one for the sound for me actually was uh, when we did Copper Box mm -hmm. um, last yeah. August for the um, 11th anniversary. 
I start announcing and I start talking to the crowd. And because it's a bigger venue, I should have expected it. I've done things like this before. But by the time I hear myself, there's like a two second delay. No. So I'm talking, <clears throat> trying to keep my brain going whilst also listening to me talking about two seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's very confusing. But thankfully, I, I, I drank seven bottles of water at the cover box. Just to, this is what I mean. I've learned with water. As long as I've got a lot of water, just constantly, then I, I tend to be able to get through it. Um, but that's that's one of my 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 struggles with announcing is just making sure my my voice is in in good condition throughout the show. Good show. Um, I don't know what question you asked me to start with. To be fair, this is what happens. I will just go off on a tangent. You can go off on is. tangents. You're absolutely there fine. But it, I think it was kind of about what happens. How do you you know the process? And you've kind of process that with it down to yeah. So well, fabulous. Water and vocal tones is what you have yes. To do. I do my vocal warm-ups as well, which I'm sure sounds very strange to people um, backstage. I try not to, I, I know I have to do it because I've got to get my voice into that yeah. place. At the same time, I'm like, oh, no, I sound so strange. Don't look at me. The copper box one was the one I was, uh, funny enough, unfortunately, I, I was in hospital at the time uh, of, of listening to that. I was meant to be going to All In uh, the next day and that's the old heart failure issue uh, comeback I had. I was literally, literally having heart failure at the time. Uh, but I was watching, uh, I was watching the show at Copper Box on stream. So it didn't sound, it sounded fine on stream. Anyway, <laughs> it come across fine on, on the stream. But uh, Rev Pro is. I'm a professional. This is why. <laughs> wow. Professional. That, that, that's what it is. Um, Rev Pro itself, so I only started, well, as, as a turnbuckle, we only started going. Uh, it was the York Hall show last year. So I'd never, not I'd never been, I'd only been on the podcast a few months. I'd only really started doing this pretty much just just over a year ago was when I started. So yeah. we started, we're doing a lot of things in British wrestling and I'll bore you with that at the end when we have to do our shout outs and stuff like that. But the first show we went to was funny enough, the York Hall one last year. And it absolutely just blew me away because I was like, I had been ages. The last show I'd went to see in the UK, this was when 1PW was before it went bankrupt the first time. Um, obviously, it's been several times since. But it, it, so it was that show. So I'd walked into York Hall and I was like, oh, my God, they've got a Tron. They've got to stay. It was because, you know. Oh, yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it properly. Yeah, it was so <laughs> it was weird. And I was sat right behind Geo. Oh, it, wow. Yeah. And he was on the show. We had him on. And it made it. For me, it was like I'm sitting at home because I'm watching the wrestling and I'm listening to Geo and Andy at the same time because I'm that close yeah. to them. So it was literally like yeah. I was at home. <laughs> yeah. It was that's what a lot of people do say with, with our with our commentary. Um if you are um well in a in a in a venue like your call, you'd have to be quite close to them. But yeah. if you're just at one of our smaller shows, it is like the whole experience because they're not the quietest on no. on commentary. <laughs> I was um I was sitting quite close at two two nine in September. Uh, mm. I was literally on the end rows. Obviously, the commentary's there, and you've got the rows here. And I was literally there, and I could hear Gio and Andy. Uh, it was another one where Alex Windsor had another uh, microphone malfunction, which happens quite a lot, doesn't it? At the shows, it does it was yeah, uh, and, and it, a lot of the time, unfortunately, it is down to um, wrestlers 
throwing the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> they like to do that. And it's like, I get it, but that costs money. Yes, it does. <laughs> um, so, nine, well, I say nine times out of 10. A lot of the time it's where the mic's been dropped and yeah. um, they've not worked out how to press the button on again. It's just turned itself off, so I have to go and press it. But you will um, sometimes catch me as I'm handing it to the wrestler and be like, I'll, either, I'll be like, it's on. And I'll be like, it's loud. Because a lot of wrestlers, they like to eat the microphone when yes. they're talking. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, hold it down here. They can still hear you. Um, and then, um, yeah, they, they throw the microphones. Oh, and I will say, I, that's the thing. I will say, like, it's loud. And I'll be like, please don't throw it. <laughs> please don't throw it. Because we've had it. Like I've been on other shows and wrestlers will do it. But it's like a, a wooden floor. Yeah. I'm like, come on, guys. It's not rocket science. You throw an electrical equipment onto a hard floor, it's going to break. I think our new set of mics, actually, was it those? I feel like there was a new set of mics and it wasn't even that long. And they literally got thrown the first time we used them and got a dent in them. I'm not sure which promotion that was, whether it was Red Pro or somewhere else. Just don't <laughs> throw the mic, guys. I've got to use, that's the one thing. Like, yes, I've got a like a loud voice, but I still need the microphone to work to order to pull it off. <laughs> so guys at Rev Pro, whatever Francesca works, just, just, just not even at Rev Pro, just generally wrestlers. Yeah. Don't throw the microphone, or if you are gonna plan it, don't just drop it or like with force. If you're in the ring, the ring's a bit softer, that's fine. Just drop it. <laughs> don't mic drop. Throw it. Yeah, just the standard mic drop. Yeah, that would be got like a, 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 a foamy bit. So it does kind of bounce anyway. Yeah, exactly that. So take care. Look after the mics, guys. Exactly. Girls and guys. Look I'm after. sure our promoters are probably loving me for this now. They're like, yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. That. You're going to be the hero of all promoters uh, when this goes I on. I am. You'll be. You'll be <laughs> here's I'm a question. the money on microphones. <laughs> Same, yeah, definitely. Um, if, you, if, you could if you could introduce anybody in wrestling who would you love oh. to introduce the most ah oh, goodness me um literally <clears throat> anybody <laughs> that's that's a hell of a question because obviously like the undertaker would be great mm -hmm. um yeah we'll, we'll go for takers i'd uh I don't know. I've I've already hit some of those goals, so yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, that 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 seems to be the one that I'd love, but the, probably the most unlikely <laughs> now. Well, what you do is if you ever uh, do meet him, just say, "Look, I'm a ring announcer, and I'd like yeah. to have that moment where I can announce you. You're not coming out." And oh. You won't get the yeah. entrance. You won't get the gong. You won't get the lights. You won't get the smoke. But you. You'll get him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, uh, just coming out of the pandemic as well, WWE did their like TikTok announcer competition. Yes. But it was only for people in the US. Um, yeah. But hey, I was like, I'll do it anyway. <laughs> um, and Taker was one of them. Um, it's just a shame that it was only in the US because I was the top on every single announcement on TikTok that there was. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I don't know if it's still now, but like you, you, you click on it, and then there was me at the top, maybe a couple of others, and I'm like, man, that deserves a mic drop, man. But but I was at Red Pro, so things 
things had already happened yes. and things are still happening. So WWE may do WWE Europe in the future. Who knows? Um, well, you never know. My, my, you know, you know, I'm always available. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, you didn't hear that. She's not really. No, Andy. Andy understands. We've always had this like Rev Pro always comes first. Yeah, absolutely. Unless I get a contract, obviously. Who's gonna? <laughs> well, who is gonna turn down a contract? Well, TNA seem to be hiring a lot of Brits. Uh, they do. The <laughs> uh, getting yeah. on TNA later um, with an announcement I can make later about TNA, which I'm very excited to. Anyway, uh, you'll 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 find out near the end. Uh, we are starting to wrap up a little bit now. Anyway, Re- look, Rev Pro has been brilliant. I've lo- the first show I went, I had Connor Mills fly into my lap. Two weeks later, he was on. He was on our. Two weeks later, <laughs> he was. He was on our sponsor. We sponsor a show uh, at Ignite Wrestling in Boreham Wood, and two weeks later, he was wrestling there in the main event. So we was kind of a running joke. But yeah, he got cannonball. Yeah. Early doors. I mean, I literally kicked off the show like a big brawl. Well, it might have been the main event. I think it was yeah. like ten man. At the end. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, that would have been messy. Yeah, Robbie X. It might be no. It might have even been the first match actually. It was like Robbie X and people like that. And, yeah, Mills flies over me. Boar goes crazy somewhere, and he, he's all—they're all over the place. But Revolution Pro is really one of the best uh, companies to to watch. I mean, I would recommend anyone that hasn't gone, even to a two-two-nine. People may think yeah. it's a small arena, but they—you get a show and a half. Oh, one hundred percent. Never a dull moment with Rev Pro. Never no. a dull moment. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. If you're in the crowd, just be be prepared to duck or move at the drop of a hat. Oh, 100%. Yeah, if someone says move, just go. Just go. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely yeah. agree with that. Um, but obviously now we're seeing the likes of you know Leon Slater, TNA, uh, Will Ospreay, back just finishing up, going to do his last event, which we'll be attending in a couple of weeks at High Stakes. High Stakes is High Stakes, right? I've got it that. is High Stakes, yeah. 18th of February. 18th of February at uh, Crystal Palace. Uh, my first really? trip to Crystal Palace. Uh, uh, looking forward to that, uh, to go and see yeah, Will Ospreay against Michael Oku in the main event. But it does really show the trajectory of British wrestling because there is so many talents out there now. That, you know, Harley Hudson was another one that's going over to uh, Zaya Brookside's just signed to TNA. Obviously, Leon Slater, Will Ospreay's are going to AEW. There really is a platform here for the UK talents to... Listen, if you want to stay in the UK, Sheen, that's fine, and we'll all love you to stay. But at the same time, we do want them to go and do oh, that 100%. stuff in America. And it seems yeah. as if Rev, Rev Pro is the place for that to happen, really. Yeah, well, I, I, this is me being a bit biased, but I would say generally it is the largest platform that you've got in the UK mm-hmm. right now for in the, the independent wrestling scene. Yeah. Um, because we are streamed worldwide, we're... Um, connected to certain companies we work with like we've just done cmll yes. uh, from mexico um we've got um shows coming up in madrid and in germany with other promotions obviously there's the new japan connection um so yeah it is it is the place that you you want to be really if you want to be seen and you want to get that exposure but then also wrestle people of a certain level and 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 uh, yeah um rev pro is definitely the place the place to be which is why i'm so grateful for the opportunity because the people i get to work with on on a weekly basis basis uh or even some uh the bigger shows so on like a a, a kind of bi-monthly maybe basis is is exceeding expectations of what i ever thought was possible for, for myself 
Indeed, and you do a fantastic job as well. We will definitely say that. As we start to wrap it up, Francesca, why don't you tell people, um, obviously we've just mentioned a couple of shows there, but you can yeah. run down. I know Revolution Pro has their whole season of 229 all available on their website, yeah. so I won't get to run down every single day. You'll <laughs> be, be here all night. So the next load of shows, where people can find you on socials, obviously there was a TikTok bit there that may still be available. Yeah, well, it is. I don't go on TikTok, though. That was very, that was very much uh, like most people lockdowns yeah. and and things like that Absolutely. i think the last time i was properly on tiktok was over a year ago i got myself a pokemon um advent calendar so i was doing like oh look what pokemon is it today <laughs> i got to like day 15 i'm like oh why did i even start doing this and then i I've still got the, I still haven't opened. I've, it's been a year. I should have just carried it on and this, like December just gone. I've still got about 10 doors I haven't opened of my advent calendar. Pokemon, yeah, advent calendar from now nearly two years ago. But that was, that's the main stuff that's on my TikToks. Not too much wrestling related, but you never know. Something might change. It's, it's only January. I might <laughs> get yeah. on with stuff. <laughs> It's just on. so much time in the day for social media. Oh, I know. I, it's I've... just in all different platforms as well. But yes, I am on TikTok. I am on Instagram. Uh, this is Francesca. I am on X, formerly known as Twitter. Uh, I'm on Threads. Yeah, me too. Remember yeah. When we all just started Threads, and then it just it was like, oh, it's going to be the big like new Twitter, and then everyone's like. You've been on threads lately i'm like no i forgot i had it <laughs> um yeah i think that's it i've got a facebook page yeah what do you want that's the dog it it? Just, he just, yeah, just tapping me on the arm it's like it's his what food. Are you doing? he wants his food there there look at this look at that he needs a good groom right now. <laughs> He's a good brush. He needs my style. Harry boy. You. He is. Um, so, yeah, that's all my socials. Show's yeah. coming up. So, February the 4th, 229, Red Pro. Um, the weekend after that is Southampton for Rev Pro. The weekend after that is also Rev Pro as well, which is yes. high stakes at Crystal Palace. Uh, Will Osprey's uh, Will Osprey's final show with Rev Pro for the foreseeable as he is going off to America, mm-hmm. and what else? The weekend after that is Sheffield for uh, Rev Pro. So we we're busy in February. We've we've had basically the month off. Um, yeah. Anybody based in London, if you do want to come to the two two nine, we are there the first Sunday of every single month. That does exclude May for right now. Um, but you can get uh, season tickets to uh, certain shows. So we've got season tickets to 229, which means you can buy a season ticket and then you just turn up on the day and you can get in. Um, they do them for Southampton as well. I believe we've been doing them for Sheffield this year, I, I think. Otherwise, all tickets are available from www.revolutionprowrestling.com um if you want to watch us on on demand that's www.revproondemand.com there's usually a seven day free trial so it's definitely worth checking out especially if you want to come to our bigger shows because it means you can get all the gossip and the action running up to it and then you can watch it there or if you can't make it to a show they do stream live as well 
Um, I do work for a local company in the Southwest called Southwest Wrestling. We've got quite a few shows coming up. I can't tell you the dates right now. Um, well, I can if you can't make it to London. They have got a show uh, at the Trinity Centre in Bristol next Sunday. Um, but tickets are available from the website if you want to just check that out. And I think that's all I kind of really need to say right now. We've got another big anniversary show at the Copper Box. Uh, that will be August Bank Holiday again. Um, that that's that's probably the big one to aim towards. But otherwise, yeah, I'm around. Check me out on social media and come and say hello. Revolution Rumble March. Oh, oh my god how did i forget that march 31st easter sunday revolution rumble at york hall yes, yes. that yes. was only announced a couple of days ago that's why it was not quite there in my list second revolution rumble for me i'm thoroughly excited thoroughly excited. i'm gonna to go to this one oh, it was it was it was amazing it was great it I'll was be, such fun i'll be attending oh, yes um, everybody should Everybody should. You should, honestly. <laughs> Rev, Rev Pro anyway, but just for that yes, as well. Revolution sure. Rumble is something special. It really is. It certainly is. Now, I've got to run through so you can sleep for a little bit, if, if you wish. Ah, yeah. just Alfie Bo. We'll just, we'll just give Alfie Bo some love yep. for a second. You did a sp <laughs> sponsor shout out for us first. Um, Taylor James, uh, The Odyssey, Adonis Payne and Artemis, Aluna Blue and L.A. Taylor. <laughs> yes. Love those two. Aluna is our women's champion. She was crowned on the 20th of January. She won our women's championship at Apex. Uh, it, it was an amazing event. I, I couldn't make it down for that one, unfortunately, but uh, Aluna is now carrying our gold, uh, which is very nice to see. Um, that's our sponsors. The fourth, funny enough, you're at 229. We're at Ignite in Borenwood. There's a couple of people on both shows, <laughs> actually. There is. There is. <laughs> Yes, Mark True and Kieran Lacey being two of those people and Sapphire Reed being the other one. And they would also be heading from us to Redbro at the same day. So that would be good to see. Uh, headlined our show uh, by Adonis Payne against Eddie Dennis for the Ignite Championship. And our, our no, Adonis Payne won't be going against Eddie Dennis. That Adonis Payne will be going against our champion, men's champion, Smashing Mike. So apologies, Mike, and apologies, Dennis. I've totally messed that up. Adonis Payne will be facing Jay Joshua in the main event of uh, uh, Chapter 3 Egg Night. They're also doing full throttle on April the 21st. Tickets have literally just gone on sale as of recording, 25th, 25th of January. Uh, coming up on the show, like I've already mentioned, we do have Iron Will herself, Alex Windsor, will be joining us uh, in, in, a, in a week or so's time. Uh, Corey McRae will be joining us on Friday the 28th. No, it's not Friday the 28th, it's Friday the 26th. I'm getting days wrong now. Uh, coming up to the <laughs> Uh, then we've also got the uh, title wrestling general manager joining us. Dow jo Johnson is joining us, one of the hottest wrestlers in Wales, hottest wrestlers in Wales. And on 25th of February, 21st of February, getting days wrong all the time, uh, <laughs> the artist formerly known as Heath Slater will be on the show. And then the news that will be breaking uh, with us and TNA, I'll tell you uh, in a minute, Francesca, as we wrap up to this show but thank you so much for taking your time to set up uh, to come on this show with us we will see you at high stakes you can see francesca yeah. before high stakes as we've already mentioned and go can i just mention yeah on 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 uh, february the 4th i believe minoru suzuki is making an appearance oh. <laughs> <laughs> i believe so he's definitely with us soon i'm pretty sure that's what i, I saw 
I said. Sorry, just to shove that one in. Damn. I missed that. Can't uh, hopefully, it'll be another show soon. It's one of those guys I really wanted to. Yeah. Uh, but guy Francesca, thank you so much for your time uh, this evening. No, thank you for having me. You're very welcome. We will see you today at High Stakes. Anyone else can see Francesca before that on February the 4th. This has been Ringside View on the Hitting the Turnbuckle podcast. She has been the wonderful Francesca. And I have been your host, Adam Cousins. And until next time, everybody, buckle down and stay safe.